欢迎来到 Mandarin Slang Guide MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you some words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. So before we get started today, I just want to remind everybody, and this is in the title of the episode, but we're going to steer into some possibly reasonably NSFW content today. There's going to be a lot of profanity. Usually I beep out profanity in the show, but not this time. So if that's not really your vibe, then you might want to skip this one. But if a lot of people want me to, I might make a bleeped out version in the future. So if you want that, for example, if you use MSG as a teaching tool or something for your class or for your friends, uh, just let me know and I will probably produce a beeped version for you. But I'm so excited to welcome someone to the show who is a much better podcaster than I am, which always <laughs> makes me self-conscious. Uh, she is one of the four hosts of the Loud Murmurs podcast, Xiaosheng Xuanhua, which I'm always talking about as a great listening recommendation. And I am very grateful that she's taken time out of her very busy schedule to talk with us today. And her name is Diao Diao. Hello, Diao Diao. Hi. Hi, Joshua. I'm so excited for this. No, that's very sweet of you to say. So before we jump into Loud Murmurs and our topic for today, what do you do usually? Are you a professional podcaster? What are you up to? So my day job is a consulting data scientist. So pre-pandemic, you can catch me coding off a very tiny computer in airplane lounges and hotel lobbies. Um, but in my spare time, as, as Joshua mentioned earlier, uh, me and three other of my friends uh, produce this podcast called Loud Murmurs. Yeah, and I just saw, I think it was a couple of days ago, Loud Murmurs was added to a, like a top 20 podcasts of, or top podcasts of 2020 list. Yes. Which uh, I think it was very well deserved. Thank you. I'm terrible at taking compliments and I'm like gradually curling up into a ball at this point. <laughs> Thank you so much. I... That's fine. You can pretend I'm complimenting the other hosts, everyone except for you yeah, if it, you want Yeah, like to. they're so much better. Uh, as a part-time <laughs> editor, I don't edit all the episodes, but I edit some of them. Uh, mm -hmm. I can officially and professionally beg to differ. But tell us a little bit about Loud Murmurs. Uh, what's the goal of Loud Murmurs? What are you guys doing with this podcast? Yeah, so um, Loud Murmurs is a uh, Mandarin Chinese podcast about American pop culture uh, brought to you by four bilingual and bicultural women in, U uh, in the United States, including yours truly. We discuss movies, TVs, documentary, basically whatever we're watching or reading, everything that's on our mind. And we try to unpack the social and political issues that's reflected on these pieces of pop culture work. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I love when I do have a chance to edit Loud Murmurs, because mm -hmm. when you guys talk about pop culture, it's technically my home culture because I'm from the U.S., but the mm -hmm. perspectives that you guys bring and the level of thought that you guys bring to the analysis is often something that causes me to see my own culture in a new way, which Thank is something I'm, I'm very glad that you guys are doing. I feel like it's a very important work to sort of bridge uh, the Pacific Gap in the way that you guys are. So if that sounds at all interesting to you, get on your favorite podcatcher and look up Xiaosheng Xuanhua or Loud Murmurs, and you can find it, and have a listen. But that's not what we're going to talk about for all the shows today. <laughs> One of the reasons why I was ex excited to invite you on the show is because um, you're often uh, very quick with your quips on the show. Uh, it, you're often very ready with a joke. And you do this to my ears 
as easily in English as you do in Chinese. Your English and your Chinese are both extremely sharp. So how did you do that? Like if what tips do you have for someone who is learning a language but they want to learn to actually be like clever or witty in that language? So right now I'm just reading the answer that I typed out, and I just realized it's such a <laughs> tongue-in-cheek answer. But it's actually it sounds it like bear with me. It sounds like a really tongue-in-cheek answer, but that uh, looking back, that was almost like my journey of learning English.、Mm-hmm. So basically, just find home in a corner of the internet of th- this foreign language that you are that you're trying to learn, where people care less about your race and your level of language skills, and more about where you have to say. Maybe it's a game that you play, a fandom. Or even like a shared political belief, and that's where you can start testing out your quips, your jokes, your communication skills in general on native audience,、mm. and having the comfort of mind that you are talking about a topic that you're familiar with.、Mm-hmm. And I think back to my teenager years,、uh, a lot of us sort of got introduced to any sense of a like American online community through different fandoms, right? It's either through games or even like fan fictions,、mm. and that really like brought a lot of people out from their comfort zone. And really encouraged people to be more brave, essentially, to express themselves in a different language.、Mm. And I guess my overall advice is that don't be afraid of Chinese internet. Don't be afraid of Weibo or Lofter or any other online community、uh, that is outside the WeChat circle,、mm. which is mostly based on the people that you already know. Try to venture out and make friends, and argue and fight with people, <laughs> and then make friends after you fight with people. <laughs> make friends, then make up, and you're good to go. Yeah, we did a, a show on some Chinese apps that might be useful for people who are trying to learn Chinese, and we didn't mention Lofter.、Uh, could you just spare a sentence for what Lofter is? Lofter is like Tumblr.、Uh... It's nerd. It's nerdy nerd nerd square. <laughs> it's uh. It's pretty much like tr- you can try to navigate Lofter by just looking up either the fiction or like the particular fandom that you're looking for. In and tr- like I will look up the Chinese names for. So for example, if you're not into Naruto,、uh, go on Lofter, search Huiyuanzhou, which is a Chinese name for Naruto,、mm. and dive into that fandom. And then you- another good thing about Lofter is that there's a lot of pictures、mm. because most of the people who are using it are are teenagers. Mm. So you you get the, like the most up to date Gen Z way of using this language <laughs> essentially. Yeah, that, that's that's a really great suggestion, and it's sort of an upgraded version of something that I often tell people when they're trying to learn a language, which is that people often focus on I need more vocabulary,、mm-hmm. I need more speaking practice, whatever, whatever. So they're always focusing on the language itself. But if you want to actually get communication skills and you want to get good at chatting with people, you have to do a third thing.、Mm-hmm. You have to be doing something else、mm-hmm. uh, uh, so about a different topic. But you're doing something else in Chinese. You're not just solely focused on banging your head against the the wall of Chinese or, or against the wall of English.、Mm-hmm. You know, you sold me on Lofter. I have Lofter. I haven't opened it in months. I need to get on there,、yes. check it out. So thank you for that. Welcome back to the fandom. <laughs> Happy to be here,、uh, and that's actually a fantastic segue because for a couple of reasons. First of all, one of your most recent episodes of Loud Murmurs was a two-part episode on social media. It was about a Netflix documentary called, I think,、mm-hmm. The Social Dilemma,、mm-hmm. and it was really thought-provoking for me, of course, as a social media user, but especially to hear people who are outside of the Western internet. Con- well, 
definitely not outside of the Western internet context because like, <laughs> yeah, one like it's literally work for Google and Spotify. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, having also uh, a different internet context as well to hear that comparison mm -hmm. was, um, really thought provoking. And that's something that is very characteristic of loud murmurs episodes, which is it's often very thought provoking. It's very wholesome. It's very in depth. It's very contemplative. And I intend to be none of those things in today's episode of MSG. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seems like we're going to become, uh, a little bit crass, mm -hmm. a little bit uh, NSFW. Mm -hmm. When I asked you what sort of topic you would want to talk about, something that you volunteered and I was all too <laughs> eager to agree to was some of your favorite internet comebacks. Yes. Or some of the <laughs> some <laughs> things you can say to someone who has just engaged in the international pastime of saying something stupid on the internet. Exactly. That's exactly what the world needs. It's more people <laughs> who are snarky on the internet. Yes. <laughs> So when you're on Lofter, when you're on Weibo, and you're in your, you found your Chinese language fandom of choice, you can use these to uh, ingratiate, question mark, backslash enrage <laughs> uh, the people that you're talking to <laughs> on Lofter. I think we have three of them. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. What's this first one that you've got for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, um... So I really like this first one because I feel like it translates really well into English yeah. that the grammar structure uh, between this one and English is actually really similar. So the first slang that we like we bring on the table is called 脑子不用可以捐给有需要的人。脑子不用可以捐给有需要的人。脑子不用可以捐给有需要的人。脑子不用可以捐给有需要的人。all right. So, so what is this? How do we break this down? <laughs> so it literally, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. So it literally translates to, so if you find yourself not using your brain that much, consider it donating to people in need. Ah. Um, normally, you would like post a link of like, here's where you sign for organ donation. Um, <laughs> just consider maybe if you have that thing in your skull, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't seem like you're leveraging it as much as you need to. So let's break this down word by word. So nalzi is your brain. It's the mush of tissues in your skull that <laughs> some people... <laughs> <laughs> that some people have and, and some people choose not to use. Some people have and some people doesn't use that much. Yeah. Maybe the person in question. And then 不用 means not use. So 脑子不用 uh, means if you're not using your brain. Mm -hmm. There's a, like a hidden 如果 and 的话, if then. Mm -hmm. So 脑子不用 is sort of establishing this scenario of if the brain is not being used, dot, 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 <laughs> then 可以捐给, what's this? Donate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you want to donate your close to Salvation Army, well, to join with the Yifu. Or if you want to donate money on GoFundMe, what's that? GoFundMe Chen. Okay, so Chen is to, is to donate. Uh, and Chen mm -hmm. to who? Chen Gei Shei. Chen Gei You Xu Yao De Ren. So that's have need people. So like someone who needs it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Nao Zi Bu Yong. I guess if I put that the invisible if in there, it'd be like Could I is that sort of how to understand it? Yep, yep. I guess you could say 
Gaydao yo Shuyodan. You can give it to someone who needs it. But Juenge, I guess, is more um It's like adding to the comedic effect of um just putting this person on the high horse mm. of oh, would you consider donating? So when was the last time that you used this phrase? Uh, I <laughs> I I think I used it to respond to this tanky person that I saw on Twitter and this person obviously didn't really understand what I was saying mm. but it's okay and then I think two person liked the post it's you and that China take oh I liked the post because we had just talked, talked about, about this in email yeah. you just sent me this outline I was like thank you for the real life example <laughs> yeah t- kids don't be me be, be better. Be better. Don't be me. <laughs> yes. This is the episode of MS. In this episode of MSG, we're going to teach you everything you should not do in Chinese. Exactly. Just do it. Go exactly the opposite way. Yeah. Okay. So if you feel like being sassy and you feel like losing some friends, one thing you might say is... <laughs> ah, yes. How kind of you to suggest this. All right. So that's the first one. The next one is a little bit more literary, shall we say. Mm -hmm. And that it, even though it's sort of vulgar, it takes the form of a common Chinese saying. Uh, Everyone knows about cheng yu, I'm guessing, those four character idioms. But that's not the only kind of set phrase that we have in Chinese. There are other formats for these sorts of things. And one of these formats is xie hou yu. My understanding of xie hou yu, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's a two phrase saying. Yeah. So the Wikipedia, uh, the, the Wikipedia definition, which is exactly the source of truth, um, is the former segment presents a novel scenario mm. while the latter provides the rationale thereof. Mm. So it's more of like you set up a scenario and you kind of like land it in a pun or like a second half of the joke. It doesn't have to be a joke, but there is a witty aspect to a xiaohou that makes it pretty interesting to take apart. And the one that you've brought, can you walk us through it? What is it? <laughs> so, uh, the one that I put down is... Shabi他妈给傻逼开门,真是傻逼到家了。<laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, so yeah, can you walk? Uh, I can't even say this with a straight face. Walk us through this one. Break this down for us. Okay. So a dipshit's mother opened the door for a dipshit. A dipshit <laughs> has came home. <laughs> okay. So the first half is, uh, I can't believe I'm going to cuss on my own podcast. Um, the, yeah. So the dip, so, so the half of that, that uh, creates a situation is, a dipshit's mother opens the <laughs> the door for the dipshit. That's that's the establishing half, mm-hmm. and then the joke half or the pun half is uh, the dipshit has arrived at home. Um, why is why is that second half a joke? Because when you say something it can mean two things, right? It can mean that this person has arrived to his or her place of residence, mm-hmm. or um. Something to a very extreme manner. Mm. So if you ate something really nice, it's like, oh, this太好吃了,好吃到家了。好吃到家了。到家了。So uh, literally right. means it's delicious all the way home. Yes. Or delicious arriving at home. But but figuratively what it means is it's just completely and thoroughly, irreversibly, tragically delicious. 好吃到家了。Yes. Okay, so when you say the dipshit arrives at home, 
uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this either. Shabi dao jala. You're literally saying that the dipshit, the shabi, has arrived at home. But what you mean is they are incredibly dipshitty. Exactly. It's like they're dipshit to an extreme degree that it drove them straight home. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so when we first started recording, I could feel that you started to regret this. And now that we get here, I'm, fe- I'm starting to regret this, but that's fine. We can power through. Let's do this. We're doing it for the people. For the service of the people. So the word used for dipshit here is shabby. How, how can we, oh no. How can we understand this? What are these, what are these two characters? So... <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. This feels like one of those, like all these conversations you're having with your foreign friends in bars. Like you're just trying to teach them how to cuss, but you have to record it. Um, so, uh, so shabby is, well, like I just said, it was like a Beijing ass and like shabby. Well, the thing is, uh, how do we, how do we, how do we explain this? So the let's start with the easy one. Sha is easy. Sha just means what? Not bright. Yeah. Kind of dumb. It means stupid, yeah. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is sha. You get, so mm-hmm. often this is by itself. Like, ah, mm-hmm. pa hao sha. Oh, he is very sha. He's very dumb. Mm-hmm. But the interesting and also uh, profane part of it is the second half. This uh, beat. Uh, which, it, uh, I don't yeah. know, do you even want to say what the most basic translation of that would be? It literally means uh, female genitals, mm. but it kind of moved away into basically every part of the Chinese language, and that kind of became a, how do you say, 强调的一个词. You use it to emphasize something. Exactly. So when something is cool, you say nyobi. When something is, uh, when you find yourself in an undesirable situation, you say shabi. Yeah. Zhuangbi is someone who zhuangs a lot. And zhuang, I think we talked about that before too, means to 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 be a poser or to show off or to, to mm-hmm. be uh, mm-hmm. sort of arrogant in that way. So that's, mm-hmm. that's where shabi comes from. Now, I want to stop saying this. I know that we have an NSFW tag on the beginning of this episode, so we've given ourselves license to say this, but I think uh, I think I, I've said it as, as as much as I want to say it, especially considering how it's sort of a vaguely sexist term, it given is. the origin of the second character to it. Um, but fortunately, we're not the only ones in the world who feel uncomfortable with this word. <laughs> there are lots of euphemisms in Chinese for this. Uh, so if I don't want to say or type this character, uh, what can I substitute for it instead? I can say a sha what. So you can literally put a sh- a sha and x mm. mark, or another way to say is like uh you can put a p ah like the English letter p. So it's like sha you know, like <laughs> it sounds a little bit like it. Um, and also like uh b as in b b side of b uh. or anything that vaguely sound like it, people would get it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh. So one thing that I want to bring up mm-hmm. is, as you, you mentioned earlier, that, you know, this is a vaguely sexist term. Mm-hmm. So a lot of girls on Chinese internet is trying to turn this around. Uh-huh. So instead of shabby, you can say sha diao. <laughs> where, okay. Where diao is the male genitals. Okay. Yeah. So instead of calling someone a, a stupid C word, you can call them a stupid. A stupid D word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. 
Um, feel free to use this uh, all over the internet. What have we done? What have we created? The world just became a much better place. <laughs> we thank you for your service. So if you don't want to use this character, which means female genitalia, you can substitute the character for male genitalia. Uh, you can substitute basically any Chinese character that is pronounced with the pinyin B-I. You can use the English letter B, English letter P, or the English letter X. Does anyone ever say, I'm not sure if there's something that I do in my head or if this is something that other people do. When I see Sha X written out, I read it as Sha Cha because Cha is, is, means like X or cross. Yeah. Is that just me? Yeah, but you can like literally say Sha Cha and people get what you're saying too. Okay. So this is the best part about profanities is because people want to use it so much, but you have like, you invent like a thousand ways to dance around it, but still deliver the same effect. So don't say what we've been saying. Say something else. Just be nice. <laughs> Just be a nice person. Option one is always to never say any of these. But if you've <laughs> if you've already gone for option two, you still have choices to make it less profane. Mm -hmm. Just get it right. Yeah. If you have to do it, get it right. Okay. So the the first word is uh, I'll say sha cha. So sha cha is the stupid person, mm -hmm. and ta ma. That also sounds like profanity, but it's literally saying his mother, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then gay sha cha kaiman. Kaiman means to open a door. So sha cha tama gay sha cha kaiman. Okay. What's the second half again? Sha bi dao jia le. Ah, or sha cha dao jia le. So uh, it's it's <laughs> funny you. because his mom is opening the door because he has arrived at home. But what you really mean by he has arrived at home is that he is incredibly irreparably dumb. Okay. Second one is <laughs> stupid guy's mom opens the door for stupid guy because stupid guy arrives at home. How would you say that? <laughs> so the didactic correct tone. I love it. And the last one is, uh, excuse me, which department uh, approved you being... This arrogant? Okay. This is great. This is great. What have we done? <laughs> but now I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to give you some situations, and I'm going to see if you can respond with the correct retort, the correct internet comeback. Do you think you're ready for this challenge, Diao Diao? Born ready. <laughs> accidentally born ready. ABR. Accidentally born ready. Okay. ABR. Um, let's see. So if I post a picture of myself leaning on a McLaren supercar uh, that you know is not my car, but I post it as if it is my car, what can you write under that? Uh, Joshua, <laughs> and I can say, <laughs> the marketing department. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, okay. So if you see someone online saying, you know what? Uh I just don't think Loud Murmurs is a good podcast. What can you reply? Oh, wow. <laughs> I like the xiexie on the end. It sort of emphasizes the ironic politeness. Uh, and then third scenario. It's Thanksgiving weekend and lots of people are uh, against the advice of literally every medical professional and against all evidence shown to us over the last several months of a pandemic, someone goes to an airport and takes a picture of a bunch of people crowding into the airport without wearing any masks at all. What can you reply with? 
Can you believe this? 真是傻逼他妈给傻逼开门，傻逼到家了。In this case, <laughs> 很多傻逼都到家了。Yeah. Uh. Well, you know. Uh. I think you passed. That's three out of three. You've won our prize. I can't believe it. Yeah. And our prize for this week is. I was really hoping someone would have something, but nobody. I'm sorry. I guess we don't have any prizes this week. Just said sorry. But I guess all of our prize is having you on the show. Thank you very much for for coming on MSG with us. Thank you for having me. So this is this is ex- at the same time extremely uncomfortable and, <laughs> and extremely f- hilarious. It's the best. It's almost the highlight of my week. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Question mark. But before we get out of here,、um, if people like your style and they want to follow you. Uh, how can they do that?、Uh, so I used to be on Weibo, and then before I got yeeted out. Oh no!、Um, but my, <laughs> but I'm currently in exile on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is Diao Diao Yang, Diao Diao underscore Yang. So D I A O D I A O underscore Y A N G. Yep. And then if you're interested in a、uh, all Mandarin commentary of、uh, the pop culture content that you may know and love.、Uh, Search for loud murmurs on your favorite podcast app. Excellent, this sounds good. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much. This is so much fun. That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want more, or if you want some flashcards, or if you have some questions, feel free to find us on Twitter at MSG Mandarin or on WeChat as MSG Podcast, or send us an email MandarinSlangGuide at gmail.com. Thanks again to Diao Diao for stopping by, and a very special thank you this week goes out to Hao Ting's mother. Thanks for opening the door, because this podcast is Hao Ting Dao Jiala. And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. New episode in two weeks, I think. But for now, 再见再会再聊拜拜 Is there a way to say "sick burn, bro" in Mandarin? It's just clap emoji, like <laughs> like it's the universal slow clap emoji. Oh yeah, there is one. There is one. It's called 黑的漂亮 Oh, 黑的漂亮 So hey, um, I feel like this 黑的漂亮 is more of a millennials, uh, a millennial term than a Gen Z term. I think we've actually talked about 黑 before in a previous episode. 黑 it would be like to slander or to. To insult someone,、mm-hmm. and de is a is a compliment of completion or or, or an adverbial compliment, and piaoliang is beautiful. So it's like you got him beautifully. Hei de piaoliang. Hei de piaoliang.